0: The word of weirddom The word of weirddom The word of weirddom Revelation by and through the mind of an infant. Chapter, 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 chapter seven. Seven. seven The eternal perspective. But there are other things about having been raised Mormon that I used to feel shame about that I don't anymore, I'm actually quite grateful for. Weird. Weird. Huh? 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 Yes. Yes. Yeah, there are things that I'm thankful for. About... Not the Mormon church the way that it is now but the Mormon church influence that it had on me at least my experience in it because there's this term that I know makes a lot of people gag nowadays let's put it in the eternal perspective if there's any kind of conflict or problem or trouble if you chance to meet a frown, do not let it stay. Simply put it in the eternal perspective and watch that frown go away or something like that. Yeah, so I've I've done my share of deconstructing the eternal perspective that I was taught as a kid and what that meant to me. I've deconstructed that and I've looked at what it did like the function that it played in my life and I think I've reconstructed something to take its place that is the same type of idea but feels more true, feels more ground in reality. The fabric of reality. Because reality is... I'm going to be really interested to see what they do next month with uh, this Matrix 4 movie. Because the idea of a Matrix is really interesting, it's fascinating, and I think it's a beautiful metaphor for reality, because if you think about, you know, what were we taught in school about physics and chemistry and biology, you know, we basically live in a three-dimensional world of pixels that are like the most microscopic pixels pixelated reality much like much like they talk about in the matrix it's just that this matrix that we live in is created by self-organizing intelligences that follow what we call rules and laws of nature these patterns and systems that create the fabric of reality. And so my body is made up of these pixels, but it's just such a small speck of everything that exists. and there are a lot of ways that you can take it from there you could totally stick to only what scientific evidence is able to prove and don't speculate beyond anything other than that assuming that the assumptions are correct but that's your story. That that's, that's where you go with that. And so... You just think of it as all of these random, remote, teeny-tiny pieces like every single atom that has to line up exactly the way that it did in order for this planet to exist in the Goldilocks zone. It needs to be not too close, not too far away from the sun at the center of the solar system, have the perfect kind of atmosphere and be able to maintain an environment of oxygen and have forms of life grow out of the planet and begin to evolve and become more and more aware of the environment around it and itself as a player in that environment. evolving into different forms. You know, like, life plays all hands and it competes against itself for its own experience, whatever it is that drives life forward. And that thing, that force of life it's experiencing everything from all different types of perspectives is something that I'm a part of. It, I grew out of it like everything else around me has grown out of it. And I'm kind of like a... almost like a sensory organ, in a way. It's the way that that life force, whatever it is, exists and if you take the sum total of everything that it experiences you'll have basically everything from all kinds of different perspectives like from the perspective of a bacteria and a cell and a molecule in an atom, and what it's like to be in any of these different forms that cooperate together to create what we experience right in the here and now as life, but it's creating so much more as well. And I don't think that has strayed very much from what our science what our scientific story is telling us about the way that the universe is expanding and yada yada. So when I'm having a rough time, when I'm having regrets, fears, worries, insecurities, just feeling grumpy, anytime I'm feeling really down, I kind of put it in the eternal perspective, (laughs) it's weird, but this thought comes into my head, and like this is a unique experience to be experiencing right now, isn't it, and it doesn't really matter what it is like in this whole sea of life everywhere, there's only one teeny tiny corner that's experiencing things through my central nervous system. And that's where I've got a front row seat. I mean, that's what I'm doing. And contributing that significantly insignificant piece of experiential data to the cloud of life. to the experience of the whole. And so I guess that's kind of my Julie Andrews sound of music. Uh, (laughs) A few of my favorite things. And then I don't feel so bad. And so I'm grateful for the Mormon Church for stretching my brain at a young age to kind of contour these neural pathways so that when similar types of belief systems with similar types of function come along but can line up a little more closely with the way that I understand what Science is telling us about the nature of reality. It, um, it makes it a little easier to get through each day. And so I'm thankful for that, Mormon Church. Weird, huh? Thank you for listening to Infants on Infants on Thrones. In